This the mixtape queens. What's up, family? Welcome to another episode of the Mixtape Queens podcast, where we bring you the hottest and most talented artists in the music industry. Yes, and today's guest is Mass Dem, a pop, hip hop, MC, DJ, and guitarist based out of Kansas City. Quit playing with them. Welcome, King. Yo, so, I mean, it's just such an honor. Kings and Queens, man. We we met in music. How about that? How this all comes full circle after we meet in music. Yes. Yes, we did. We met in January at the Caskey Show in Springfield. Hometown show for Angel Hill. Uh, you guys already know. I, I've heard you guys' interview with Angel. It was super awesome, and I'm thankful to have my chance to uh, get to reach a new audience through your guys' awesome platform. Oh, thank you. You know it, and and we love you. You you have been so nice to us, so generous, and so kind to us. And I can't tell you how many times a week I start waking up, and I'm like, this morning I woke up with a bad bitch. I can't help myself. <laughs> Awesome. That uh that record has a crazy story too. Uh it was recorded a year prior to the week that I let it out. So that one was in the vault for like a whole calendar year, you know? And oh. it, and that just uh for myself, I started making music uh right as the pandemic hit. I um if I can jump the gun and start getting into identity of my music. I'm going to yes, take that. Of nice. So I had been a DJ for a very long time. Uh, and that was somewhat fulfilling my needs to get my own artistry out there. But it wasn't quite enough. And when the the whole genesis of when I started making music was pressure from my girlfriend, who back then was uh, a girl I knew since high school. And she's motivated me a ton. And we were looking to go to Frank Ocean Coachella back when that was going to be the first time it happened, you know, uh, when he was headlining. And we bought tickets and I started recording an album. Uh, it wasn't yet an album. I was going to make an EP because she was like, you don't have any music out. And all my friends are like, where's your music? You call yourself an artist and you're quote just a dj when are you gonna have your own things out so i go and i start recording an ep february 20th 2020 and as we know about two or three weeks later the pandemic maybe three weeks took over and i had recorded about three songs total and now i had the opportunity to really chase it because my day job was renovating hotel rooms and my night job was being a dj and I was working two things a day and making music. I just never had any energy or confidence to go for it all because I just didn't know. But when the pandemic hit, I jumped all the way in. And I made an album in a couple of months and dropped it. Uh, the album, my first album, took me from February to May. So I, I was pretty eager. I made 10 tracks and all of them came out. And that was one album. It was solely produced by my best friend. And uh, it was only because of pressure from my girlfriend to 
find my musical identity and the pandemic that made me jump. And that's one of my big advices to anyone looking to do something. And if they're afraid or worried about it, just jump. And I jumped and that was now three years and some change ago. Wow. It's, it's not really been that long, but you know, I think the pandemic really woke us up, right? Big time. Uh, the first music video I ever shot had uh, someone with a mask in it because, and I couldn't get anyone else to, to be in the video besides my sister and my girl. And I borrowed a car from a friend who had a Lamborghini uh, just because I, back then I was so fresh to music. I'm like, it's got to have a hot car. It's got to have uh, attraction. And little did I know it took me, I've made almost like 30 music videos now and uh, funded them all independently, which I'm very proud of. But in my first video, it was honestly p pandemic. There's signage for it. And in the video, it says like social distancing and stuff like that. And my song was about getting through hard times. And I just used the feeling of like nobody knew what was going to happen back then. You know, a couple months into it, it was two weeks to flatten the curve. You know, and we're still going through it. It's not over. You know, I've I've had COVID, um, and it's just different strands, which is insane, right? Yes, yes, it is. Yeah, the first and only time I ever had COVID, it was horrible. Oh yeah, horrible. So I can't even imagine what it was like uh, for you trying to break out of this shell that you kind of put yourself in as a person and really work on something that is important to you, like your music. And then you get sick several times and it's like, when do you yeah. get a break so that you can finish what you got to do? Yeah. On some, on some exclusive, one of the times I got COVID was likely when I smoked weed on a, on a video shoot. And then the next day I, I realized I was so sick that I couldn't shoot a video the next day because one of my techniques is I, I'll do things in spurts, you know, like I'll, I'll hit the studio a bunch of times and knock something out and feel good about it and then get a haircut and shoot multiple videos in the same fresh look, you know? So uh, that one curtailed me. And, and uh, then you got to count on your team because I had to have a second day of shooting that I wasn't even there for when I had COVID because I couldn't get out of bed. But, you know, all these things make you stronger and you learn what it's going to take to chase the dream. Yes. Well, you learned fast, didn't you? Because I'd have to say you doing all of those videos just within three years is more than some people do in 10 years. Mm -hmm. Man, that means a lot. Uh, when I meet other people in the industry that I look up to, I, I do get that from people like, yo, dude, what happened? I'm like, I basically wanted it my whole life. And the second that it was a possibility and it could happen, I just like shot out of a cannon and went for it. And of course it's super expensive along the way. Cause every video, all whenever you have models or if you have a location or if you have a, to rent a vehicle or renting a location, 
I went through all those things and I learned how to do it on the fly, but I was in my passion and I still am. And, um, it's always been funded for me through my own music because thankfully I make money DJing and I have a residency right now in Kansas city, but I've been down low and out of money and no one would ever know it, but you just, you know, the biggest thing for me is that God always provided when I needed it. And I went through a lot of pain and challenges and people screwing you over for money or not delivering on what they promised. But God was my guide and is my guide. And I always know that I'll get through and get to what I need to. And even when bad things happen, you just learn from that because you can't trust everyone and not everyone is your friend. That's a big advice that I would say. And you got to definitely be picky who you surround yourself with. That's a hundred percent true. You have to be very careful and protect yourself because this is the industry that everybody wants to be in music, right? But nobody wants to really, there are a lot of artists that want to be in music, but there are also a lot of artists that want to be in music that don't want to deal with the business aspect of things. And it's called the music business for a reason. And if you do not know how to protect yourself, you can get screwed over so many times in so many different ways by so many different people. Absolutely. And you have to be a good judge of character and reading energy. And when we met, I could tell right out of the gate that you guys were special. And this is my third podcast of my career. And uh, I'm really happy it's with you guys and that we are able to get great information across to an audience that is very niche. And uh, I think what you guys are doing is really special. I've listened to some of your interviews with other artists, and I really want to bring an upbeat side to my story because a lot of artists deal with pain and depression, and I've gotten through a lot of those things. So I feel like that's a special thing that I can shed light on, on the dark places, because it takes a lot. You're fighting against yourself a lot of times as an artist, and... You have to be your own best friend. Oh, yes, you do. And you're right. We, we've we become a, a soul family and, and you're like a brother to us. And real quick, I want to shout out your queen for for pushing you and supporting you and and being so cool when it comes to, you know, helping you follow your dreams. Yeah. Big shout out to her because there yeah. are a lot of people who are in relationships that are music artists. And their partner does not support them the way that they are supposed to. Yeah, uh, she has been a big believer in me ever since the beginning. And there's times that if I'm down, she'll believe in me more than I even do, which will help motivate and inspire you to get back on the horse. Because a lot of what it is is an uphill battle as an artist. And uh, the show that we met at, she was there. And she took time off from work. She's in the medical field. And I'll just call her Alice. That That's her name. Um, without, you know, she likes to be private. So I won't give too much other information other, other than that she's in the medical field. 
and her name is Alice. She's got a rap name named Lil Alice, you know, just we, we keep that up as a joke. And uh, she she loves music and she's working very, very hard and she believes in what I'm doing. And I want to make it so that as we grow, neither one of us have to put in a crazy amount of hours. You want to have a happy life to enjoy what you choose, which means that you figured it out and you've gotten financially sound and I'm working my way on that. And so is she right now, but she was upset when I didn't get to perform at the show that we met at. And I was just working on the tour because I understood, I understood the logistics. I was supposed to get a slot and it was not able to happen due to the promoter, not knowing me. And Caskey was going to let me perform no matter what, he was going to slide me in during his set because I built up a really good bond with him. And in the industry, he's one of the best people I've ever met, most inspirational and most helpful. And uh, they just they cut his time off and he didn't have time to pass it to me or other artists that were there that were going to get to share some of his stage. And he just kept it 100 with me after the show. And he's like, listen, Ma, I'll get you back. And um, we ended up making a record that night, a really, really pain-drenched special record. And I was all good because I knew that that was his way of uh, paying me back with a really intense record that a lot of artists wouldn't get. But we, we've been to a different location in our friendship of, I've been to his house, I've met his cat, I've, I've had time with this man as a human being He's not just the artist to me. You know, he's a friend, which is a big, big blessing. Shout out to Caskey. You got to love him because he is one of the most genuine people you will ever meet. And that's true. Yeah. And he's opened his network to me as well. I've, I've done about 15 tracks with Tasty. And uh, I met Tasty and Caskey through Instagram DMs. And we uh, met officially in person only on one of their tours in uh lawrence kansas which i drove to the show not knowing uh how it was gonna go i just bought it uh actually i, I tasty had guest listed me and did the show and it was right as their tour bus broke down and this kind of tells you how i got to become friends with them when their tour bus broke down i just pitched in and i was helping them move merch and then as dates would come up, I would jump on different tour dates and I'd work more merch with Tasty. This happened countless times, maybe almost like 10 shows. And uh, sometimes I'd open up and uh, have a like four song set before the show. Or other times I'd just work the show and then hang with them after and see how they cut records and do features with other artists. And I just got a, a look behind the curtain. And uh, it was invaluable it it really helped me so much as an artist so i mean i'll always be super gracious towards everything that they do and and uh people that you can reach out to for guidance in this you know not a lot of friends in the industry it's good to have a couple that's the truth yes that's very true it's very important to have a solid circle of people around you and we're very blessed to be in that circle and and the black sheep family absolutely and and blessed is a perfect word that would be one of the biggest words i put out of uh 
how I feel. And like I said, God always provides for me and those around me. Social media game changers. Are you ready to take your brand to the next level? It's time to step up your game with the Mixtape Queens. We specialize in all things social media, from graphic design, music, photography, and videos. We got everything you need. Whether you're a business looking to boost your brand, an influencer looking to expand your following, or wanting to just get yourself heard, the Mixtape Queens got you. Want to contact us? Go to our website at mixtapequeens.com. Yes. So, okay. Um, okay. So how do you define success as a musician and what are some of your own personal goals for your music career? Success for myself would be to have an audience and you can tour and that, and because having an audience and you're touring means there are people that are dedicated to you. A lot of what I see in McCaskey is something I'm shooting for. And I'm also hoping for that money ball, the lottery hit of having a big hit. In today's landscape, you know, you're only one song away. And I'm always chasing something very pop. Because of what my image is, it's got a big chance to go pop. And I've learned that along the way just because it is what it is. A lot of people judge me by what I look like. And the second they see me before I even open my mouth, they're like, oh, this guy's like riffraff, you know? So that's one of my biggest comparisons, even though the sounds are totally different. It's just people judge by what it looks like. And I've been able to work with that. Uh, and I'm still navigating how my music will provide the life that I want. And only being at it three years, I know that I've made some great leaps and bounds, but it's so much more of an uphill battle that I have to push myself on to get to the place that I want to be. And I'm doing a lot of audio books right now, and I'm working on health, mental and physical, spiritual, emotional. If I miss one of them, I'm definitely working on it. It's all about getting yourself correct so that you can help someone else, you know, getting your own oxygen mask on so that you can be someone like a J Cole or a Caskey or a Kendrick Lamar that has meaning in their content that's worth listening to. And you're not just tapping out because it's not feeding you at any capacity. That's the big thing for me. So the success simply would be having said something that garnered an audience that you can live off of. And uh, you got to have a million different ways to hustle to make money. But I want music to be at the forefront of who I am. Period. I tell you on that. I really do. And man, that that's really important. Like you said, for you to be an artist that wants to make a huge impact, you have to be able to understand that you got to go within and you got to work on yourself before you can help anybody else. That's a verse right there. Yeah. <laughs> That's a whole verse. Definitely. And the challenge of it all is to not make the music. I want to get into the Rick Rubin book because I've heard very great things about it. Not to make the music of now. You want to make something timeless. Meaning like 
something that'll always live on. Like I grew up on absolutely classic albums of hip hop and hip hop raised me a deeper thing on myself. I was born in Cleveland, Ohio. My dad had crack cocaine issues and he passed away when I was two years old. Suicide high on cocaine. And uh, that was a big defining point of me because I didn't have a male uh, example ahead of me. So I leaned into entertainment and my biggest heroes were Shaq. I was the huge Shaquille O'Neal fan. I grew up loving uh, Eminem, Ludacris, uh, 50 Cent, Snoop Dogg. I grew up in, in Kanye West at the forefront of all of that the music that really spoke to me the most and hip hop raised me. So I grew up on albums like college dropout or Nas Illmatic. And then once the time I found Lauren Hill's miseducation, I was totally enamored by that deep soulful hip hop. And as we know, that birthed a lot of the great music of today. Naturally you get the artists like J Cole and Kendrick Lamar out of the sounds of the greats of before them that they inspired. So you got to keep the wheel turning and, you know, then you get these other artists nowadays and it's very few and far between of that breed of MC. Like uh, some of the people that are rare to me are like logic nowadays. Cause there's not a lot of other people like him. I'm a fan of Jack Harlow right now because he's making albums. And other than that, I basically stay listening to Nipsey Hussle, Mac Miller, J. Cole, all of the people that are giving me motivation through the music. All of those artists that you named, I mean, Nas, Lauryn Hill, J. Cole, Kendrick, Jack Harlow, logic you know all these artists they are to me stunning because you hear the words that they're saying but you don't just hear it you feel it and they really say it with a really they really say it with a meaning behind it and music isn't just fun it's an expression it's a way for people to let out how they they have seen the world through their eyes and um, I like the fact that all the artists that inspire you are these giants when it comes to p- putting their expression into their music correctly. So I fuck with that. I love that. Every artist you said, I was like, damn, he must be listening to my playlist. <laughs> I hear you. There, there's so many too. And like, as an artist, I've gone to a lot of their shows alone. And I've, I've really sat in their artistry and uh another another couple that come to mind would be like joiner lucas and uh, and a lot of these rappers i've had the chance to meet them and most of the time they're very genuine people and caskey's at the the top of that list too as someone that really motivates me and it's really cool to know him as a person because a lot of artists you'll never get a chance to really know them other than listening to their tracks but I, I was blessed on that one. And for some reason, God lined that up as a person in my life that would help guide me. And uh, when I talk about getting physically fit, one of the biggest runs I've been on is uh, 
when I first met Kasky back last August, a little under a year ago, I started doing burpees every day because he was talking about that. And I'm talking about like 100 to 200 burpees every day. And I have not stopped that even when I've been sick, had the flu or something. I would still do them because that is a kind of crazy mental thing that as an artist you have to do to you have to battle with yourself and that's a commitment to myself that I've never given up because it's helping me get all around more fit so like I did 150 burpees before this phone call and that's something that I embrace the crazy of being an artist and standing for something and even if it's just as small as doing push-ups but it's going to pay off Oh, yes. I love that. And that Caskey, man, he, I, I was over here doing burpees, too, for a while. And I've been going pretty strong at the gym. I ended up running a 5K and, uh, you know, getting real healthy and changing my eating. So, And I think it's important, like, especially when you're sick. I know people are like, oh, go get some rest. It is super important that you continuously move your body. If you are yeah. feeling unwell and you are just laying in the bed all day, you're probably not going to feel better. But you do need to move your body. You need to walk around, even if that's your exercise. Walk. Do something. Because it, it really helps. That might have helped you actually get over whatever you were feeling sick from. Without a doubt. And I used to be someone that would go for about an hour-long walk back when I was trying to figure out life going out in nature breathing good fresh air and getting sunlight I'd go for an hour-long walk nowadays it's different you know as you grow up I'm 30 now um, but back when I was like 28 and honestly most of my life I would always be a runner and a walker and when I got uh, COVID three years ago uh, I switched from being a runner to a walker and uh, I would go for long walks and clear my mind and plan things and maybe write verses or write hooks or turn on a beat and start writing a song out in nature or just getting inspiration or fresh air. So I'm, I'm a big advocate of what you're talking about. Sunlight and fresh air and birds and everything like that is very helpful to you if you're an artist. And I'm very much consider myself an artist at every capacity. And my approach to life is being my own unique art making individual i love it yes yes these are great tips for anyone who's listening on how to balance your personal life with your music career and balancing the creativity aspect with the business side of it yeah those are great strategies and it's crucial to maintain a healthy work-life balance right it's so important yeah, balance is really important when you're an artist. You can go to extremes and you can get lost in creating something and you don't want to suffer any mishaps on the other side of what you're committed to. There's always going to be things that are getting not watered enough, you know, so neglect is not a thing that you can have with your relationships. If anything, you neglect some of your vices and you trim the fat on becoming a better human being. And uh, I went to the Future of Artists Summit with Kasky and Anonymous, and I learned a lot there. And 
just another time just to big up them. They opened up their network to me and I was able to land a song with Angel Hill over at Hector Beat, which is a very great producer, Hector Sounds. I've been getting that record very carefully planned out because when I dropped that one, when you have a voice like Angel complimented with a, a different approach to artistry that I'm putting on that record, I think I have a real chance with it. And I think as well, artists always just have to have that hope because with all the unknown, you just have to have faith in yourself and what you're doing. And I'm very thankful that that's on the way because Angel is such a great guy. And we started making that song in December and I'm definitely going to get it out in the next few months once it's ready but it is all about timing and uh, I also have two other features with Caskey coming out that are very big records and I'm working on a commitment similar to the burpees I'm dropping an out a song a single EP or an album something's coming out every single month from me and so far this year I'm going strong there's another record for myself coming out in just a couple of days, about 10 days from now, I have a single called Circus coming out. And uh, it's all about living up to the standards you hold yourself to. And I want to be a man of my word. Yes. Wow. Congratulations. That is amazing. We're so proud of you and so happy to hear you are going strong. We're really excited. I'm really, really excited to hear these upcoming tracks, the collaborations with Caskey and Angel Hill. You know, we'll have to have you back on and, you know, catch up with you. I'm about to share it with us. We won't tell anybody. <laughs> oh, yeah. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, no, it's family. It's family. I'll, I'll definitely show you guys what's up and uh, we'll have another interview at some point. If we're getting towards the back end of this one, it's been an easy breezy conversation with the mixtape queens. Yes, it is. I knew it would be easy talking to you because you are so kind. And, you know, you said that people judge you off of your image. And, you know, I have to say when when I first seen you because you had diamonds in your teeth and, you know, I'm from Las Vegas. I, you know, I've seen a lot of people with diamonds in their teeth, but you are very different than your image mm -hmm. and it's very refreshing to talk to you and just hear how nice you are and yeah how level-minded you are and rational and inspirational it's very very refreshing and we really appreciate you taking the time to talk to us on here we want to come out and see you we want to come to kansas city and come see you and hey, might do a video shooter song yes. you know the queens do videos videos too right music videos we do that's sick everything photography all that yeah so you want to yeah. want to do a live interview in person mm -hmm. i'm about that my my other two podcasts were live interviews in person as well and uh i'm, I'm very much into that because that footage lives forever and uh it's just a a time and a lot can change in time and hopefully it gets better for every person in the video. You know, it's like, man, look at how much we wanted it. And then we got it. And that's the inspirational side. Like I said, a lot of pain and a lot of depression that I've battled through. And when I made the image and uh, of what my artist is, 
I know that there's a juxtaposition of what you expect, but then that's kind of it for me. I'm hoping it works as a hook to get people to check out what the sound and the image is and to know that it's more than meets the eye and hopefully to bring people together because I've, I've done podcasts before where I was the only, the first white artist they ever interviewed on their platform was the previous podcast I did to this shout out to the pour up podcast, a great podcast in Tampa and shout out to Graham radio podcast, which actually no longer exists. My first podcast, he switched his career. Just like what I'm saying, like you never know how things are going to go and they can take a dramatic shift. But when you, you sit down and do it in person, it's a documented event that'll last forever. Yeah, that's true. But just so you know, the Queens ain't going nowhere. And neither is this episode. So everybody yeah. take a look. <laughs> Wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, this platform is for artists like yourself who really believe in themselves, believe in their crafts, and believe in their ability to help change and shift the world for for better reasons, better purposes. And um, tell your cat, we said hi. Also. I know, how about that? That's tuxedo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. So is there any advice that you have for the listeners that are artists as well, but they're frustrated with how to keep themselves motivated and uplifted? Yes, my advice is to harness that frustration and turn it into a superpower. Because more than anything, you do not want to live with regret. And had I never made music, I don't know if I would be here. I don't know if I would be alive, which is heavy as could be. But I had art waiting inside of me to get out. And whatever it is that you're afraid of doing, the fear of not doing it should be greater than the fear of taking that jump. Because when I jumped, I started becoming the person I always wanted to be. And then it exists in the world. You know, there's only one J. Cole. There's only one Caskey. There's only one Nipsey Hussle. And they're all authentic to who they are. And I'm still painting what Mastemp is and who I am. And I'm looking to take it as far as possible. And that's why my main goal is to be a pop artist with roots in hip hop, which very much like Outkast or uh, any phenomenal sound it knows what it is and it's original yes king and you too there is only one mass damp king we love you hey and i love the queens and your your guys's voices are so awesome so this audio is going to be beautiful for the remainder of time and uh, i'm so you. proud of you guys so thank proud you. of you guys as well thank you same same with us we're proud of you and we love seeing you win it, it's it's like the like our team won the super bowl yeah hey kansas city just did that so Ooh. i see a lot i see a lot of the chiefs players at around where i work and it's pretty cool being around people who are winning and you see their motivation so keep you that what they that, say yeah let that fire feed you what what do they say they say you know what they say uh when you surround yourself by winners you win so yeah Come to the come to the good side. <laughs> yeah. Oh oh always, always a Jedi, always a Gryffindor. I'm on that good good. Okay. 
Yes, yes. Okay, okay, but don't let nobody play you because they can get this. Um, they can get this over over here on the side. They don't want to play. <laughs> they don't want to play ball. Correct. When some when someone hits down, you walk away and you figure out how to climb up. Yes, I know that's right. And we're only as strong as the tables we dance on. There you go. <laughs> My previous job was in construction. And like I was saying, you know, it wasn't until I started doing what I wanted to do that I really felt the meaning of my life. That's the heavy stuff. Yes. Yeah, I feel you on that. Until Elise introduced me to artwork, you know, with graphic design and uh, videography and photography, I didn't know what I wanted to do. And at first I was like, no. I don't think I'm a graphic designer. I'm not talented enough to do it. But all the videos that y'all see on Instagram, I made those. Um, yeah. I, I made those. So it's just about, like you said, harnessing those things that have given you pain and being able to express that in a way where it makes you feel good and it makes you feel heard and seen in the world. And that's so powerful. So we love you, King. And Thank you again for coming on and shining your light and giving us your time and energy. Like we're locked in for life. You already know that. Big and, and sometime I'll get out to Arkansas and uh, I'll see what life is like on your guys' end. Cause I got a couple of friends out in uh, Bentonville yeah. and I've never, and I've never been there. So uh, it's a, it's a short trip away. And I, I set a great, uh, plug for you guys right here. I've already worked with you guys and made stickers and made an art and made content with the Mixtape Queens. And I highly suggest any artist starts giving them a great opportunity to advance with their visuals and art is. So definitely holler at the Mixtape Queens for any of your needs. They are a one-stop shop and that includes interviews and not a lot of people can do as many things as what you guys do. So Big thank you, and we're connected. I'll be doing more work with you guys ahead. Yes. Oh, thank you. Thank you. You are such a pleasure to work with, and we want to encourage anyone who's listening to go hit up MassDem. We'll have all of your links in the description of the podcast below. So make sure you follow him on Instagram, YouTube. Go stream his music on Apple Music, Spotify, all streaming platforms and everywhere yes you will not be disappointed if you need a feature or you just need someone to talk to hit them up let them know the mixtape queen sent you absolutely thank you and i am doing features they should get in while it's early yes yes and you're a pleasure to work with you're so kind and you're very very nice so so we recommend that to everyone listening. And we want to make a quick shout out to all of our listeners um, around the world. We have listeners in Indonesia, Nigeria, Australia, Australia, the UK, Japan. Yes. Yes. Shout out to everybody who's listening. And we're sending a lot of love and light to everyone out there. Hope that this touches you at the right time and and inspires you to go fulfill your heart's true desires amen facts yes all right king well you stay blessed and please be safe out there we'll talk to you soon much love till next time much love peace, peace.
rise like a phoenix into a realm of the unknown. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.